I like creating my own work. I like, you know, cause when I'm passionate about something, I'm going to put my whole heart into it and I'm going to, and it's, it's going to be good. The life in motion podcast is brought to you by actual outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at actualoutdoors.com. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up, and welcome to episode 120 of Life in Motion. I've got Tommy Corey with me, who is an outdoor photographer, long-distance backpacker, and loves inspiring everyone to get outside. I'm excited to hear his story and learn more about the places he's been. Uh, Tommy, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes, yes. I'm I'm excited, uh, you know, checking out your stuff. It's it's definitely interesting and an awesome story as well, as far as like the bio and stuff goes on your on your website. But before we kind of get to to where you are today, I think it probably makes the most sense to start, um, you know, with with the beginning, you know, where did you grow up? Um, what hobbies did you have? Sort of what what got you into this lifestyle in the first place? Uh, yeah, I grew up in a town called Redding, California. It's um, probably about an hour and a half from the Oregon border. So I grew up um, near Mount Shasta and uh, the Trinity Alps. That's kind of that home for me when I think of, you know, my life outdoors. Uh, grew up fishing and hiking and backpacking with my dad and my two brothers. Um, that was just something, you know, we we had always done since I was a little kid. And then um you know, I, I just always kind of grew up with that appreciation because of my dad. And then uh, I started taking photos when I was 12 years old. And, um, you know, I from that point, I always knew I wanted to be a photographer. You know, I just I, probably because it was the only thing I was actually good at. So, <laughs> so I was like, well, I better just stick with this. Um, and then, yeah. And then that, so I it just um, kind of. I guess started evolving from there. I wanted to be a fashion photographer for a long time. I went to fashion school for a little bit or to art. I went to um, art academy in San Francisco and then was going to study fashion as well. And then decided that definitely wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. (laughs) So I kind of spent 10 years, you know, just doing odd jobs, doing weddings, just kind of shit I didn't want to do. And then, uh, yeah, I hiked the PCT in 2000 in 18 and did a photo project called Hiker Trash Vogue, which was kind of like an editorial style um, uh, photography project that kind of where I just kind of showcased hikers um, pretending to be models just because I thought it would be funny. (laughs) And then from there, my kind of career just kind of started taking off. And that's how I kind of integrated myself into the outdoor industry and kind of started, yeah, kind of building my own community within it. That's awesome. And, you know, it sounds like growing up, there's, there's a no short of adventures there. So kind of to kind of stay, uh, you know, back in the day. So when, when you first got your camera 11 or 12 or whatever you said, um, what I guess what was it about it like capture like at that point were you capturing moments of kind of those outdoor adventures or you know what was it about it that kind of drew you to being able to capture the moment if that makes sense at such a young age um yeah I mean I would bring my camera when we'd go camping and I'd take pictures of like my brothers and I uh, my little sister and just kind of whoever was around it wasn't it was never so much about nature i never really had this affinity for landscapes it was always people 
in landscapes. Um, cause I, my association with the outdoors is just being with, you know, people that love you, um, and people that you love. So it was just kind of natural that I took portraits of people outside. Um, but kind of the whole reason I got into photography was actually, um, uh, my friend's older brother, um, for in our at our high school we had to do a senior project to graduate so you spent this whole year working on a project and then you had to present it and it was a big part of your gpa and he took portraits for his senior uh, project and took portraits of a bunch of his classmates and um i i remember seeing some of the photos he had taken and thought it was so cool but uh the kind of this big moment that i've talked about a lot because it really affected me and kind of inspired me to be a photographer was he he took photos of this one girl who um you know as an adult now i kind of look back and can tell she probably came from like not the best home life and uh i remember kids were like really mean to her and you know she just always had hand-me-down clothes and um probably just you, you could just tell she just didn't come from like a good background and uh he had taken photos of her and we were in choir. I was, I think I was a freshman at the time. And I remember him showing her these photos he had taken. And also this is like 2002. So this is before the <laughs> digital boom. So this was all film, you know? And uh, I remember her looking through the photos and crying um, just because she was able to see, see the way someone else saw her, um, you know, with kind eyes and, uh, that, that moment is what made me want to be a portrait photographer. Cause I saw how it made her feel. And I just, I knew I wanted to, I wanted to do the same thing with my work was just make people feel good about themselves and kind of show, show them how I see them through, through my own lens. Yeah, no, that's, that's really interesting. And, and probably something a lot of people don't really think about, I guess, or at least not me on, on the daily, uh, probably more so you, but kind of that whole aspect of photography. Um, you know, that, th that, that moment that she had, uh, with your friend or whatever, you know, seeing, you know, how, how they were sell. I mean, I'm, I'm would imagine that they were happy tears. Um, you know, that, that could have had a huge impact on her, you know, for, you know, just those little things that kind of, build upon each other. So, so being able to also kind of realize that as a freshman, um, that something like a photo could have that effect on somebody and then like, Hey, you know what? I want to do the same thing and I want to make people feel the same way. Um, you know, that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a. um, I mean that, that moment alone, like changed my life, but I don't think I'd be doing what I am doing now if I had an, yeah, absolutely. So, so, so you had that experience, you knew what, what you wanted to do and, and more importantly, why you wanted to do it, um, tried out the, the whole fashion route and that wasn't really your vibe. Um, but so, so at that point, you know, you, you kind of knew that wasn't necessarily the match for you. And then you decided it, it, shortly after that to hike the PCT. What, I guess to that story, what, what inspired you to want to do that in the first place? Um, obviously that's a, that's a big undertaking, um, in itself, but what was kind of the motivation behind that to get that experience? Um, actually, the, it's not that great of a story, but, uh, uh, my, my, uh, roommate at the time in 2016, my friend, Andrew, who was just a guy I found on Craigslist to replace my other roommates, we ended up <laughs> becoming good friends. And he, he, um, 
was going to hike the PCT in 2017 and he had done the AT years prior. So, uh, he, he was just like, Oh, you should, you should do the PCT. Like that would like, and he, he was saying that because my older brother hiked the PCT in 2011. And when he did, it, I was like, there's no way in hell I'd ever do something like that. <laughs> um, so it was never my brother. I knew of the PCT and I knew what through hiking was, but I was never had any interest, but it, it was really Andrew who was like, Oh, well, your brother did it. You should do it. And he kind of kept pushing. And, um, he, the night Andrew, Andrew was in a three-year relationship and, um, ended that relationship because she didn't want to go on the hike with him. And then she also wanted to like move somewhere else. And so it was just kind of, they were going their separate ways. And this was in 2016. And uh, so I was getting off work late one night. I was a bartender at the time and he, he texts me, says, Hey, can you not come home for a minute? I'm just, you know, me and Becca are breaking up. And uh, I said, okay. And so he finally tells me to come home. So I buy like three bottles of wine, bring him home, like we need to talk. And so he, and I just, I think it was seen that he, how important through hiking was to him that he would end a relationship over it. Uh, I is what kind of was like, well, I need to see what this is now. It's like, it, you know, if it's so important to someone. So I made a drunken promise that I would um, hike the PCT. And so in 2017, I hiked 900 miles and then I quit and then that got under my skin. I, and then in 2018, I went back and started from the beginning and through hiked. So you, you did more than the whole thing then is what you're telling me. If you started from the beginning or you, you did the 900 so miles the plus PC the entire plus 900 extra miles of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. It sounds like, you know, from, from even that story and then going back to the photography story, um, it sounds like you're very much a people's person um, and and very empathetic and understanding in that sense, um, which is awesome. Um, at least at least, like I said, that's what it sounds like. So. Um, so after yeah, I, you know, I mean, I, I would I would say I would say I mean, a lot of my projects are, I mean, hyper focused around people and their stories. So, I yeah, I'd say I'm an empathetic person. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, so you had that experience, um, you, you did the, the PCT and more, um, did like after, after doing that, did you, did you kind of have a different kind of appreciation, I guess, if that's even the right word for the outdoors after, you know, experiencing it for, you know, hiking and backpacking for that many miles and that many days that, um, that kind of eventually kind of brought back to kind of what you're doing now? Yeah. I mean, I'd say obviously, yeah, my appreciation for the outdoors was just, I mean, the roof was kind of blown off because it becomes your home. You know, when you're living outside for five months, you know, you, you are de dependent in a way, but also um, trying to find the right word, but you, you like, are need the elements of the outdoors to to survive to live out there you know um but i think a, even even bigger part of that is like i found a, a new appreciation for myself knowing that i i could live outside um that i could trust i guess yeah trust the elements of the outdoors um trust myself so it was kind of it just kind of uh all came like full circle like my appreciation for nature and myself and how I am connected to nature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I I've never, uh, personally through hiked myself, but, you know, speaking with others 
uh, such as yourself that have, you know, it, it seems like they all come, you know, finish it with kind of those moments and and learning, I guess, deeper about yourself, if that makes any sense. Um, and, and gaining that confidence as well that, you know, hey, I just did this, I can do anything, you know, whether it's hiking or, or something else. So it's cool to hear that, you know, that you, you had that same, that same experience. So, so after, after that, what, what was kind of next? Was that when you jumped to, uh, what was, what was it called? The hiker, uh, trash Vogue or what was that called again? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So like, was it like immediately after the PCT that you, that you started on that project was like, was that kind of part of the inspiration behind it? No, that was the project I did while I was through hiking. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so yeah, was that, so I was shooting that. Yeah, I was shooting that project while I was hiking uh, the PCT. Okay, so okay, so then at, at that point, because that obviously adds a different um, layer t- to it. So was and was that just basically just like anybody that you met along the trail, just like, hey, you know, this is my idea. W- will you, you know, participate kind of in the you know this this day long or this you know month long uh, project I'm working on? Like, what were some of those interactions? I guess. Yeah, I mean, it it, it started. And we, it started probably only like 350 miles into the PCT. So, I mean, I shot that project for five months until I, the day I finished, you know, um, and it started with just my friends. Um, and then as soon as I started, you know, posting them, like each time I got to a town, I'd post, you know, a thread of, um, you know, what the photos I'd taken on the last stretch and, that's when it just, just like things kind of started blowing up. And then by time I was like, you know, had like two months left of the trail, people were just, people like recognized me and like knew my work or people would be like, Oh, if you take a picture of me, I'll do anything, you know? So <laughs> it, it, which became, for me it just became a fun game of like, how stupid can I get people to look? But, and it, but somehow it always turned out not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's awesome. I bet, yeah, I'm sure that that made things kind of interesting that way, especially as as you were getting the recognition along the trail. So, and you mentioned that was sort of a um, jumping off point almost to sort of um, you know what you're doing now. And was that really just from the, um, you know, the exposure from that that got you know other people interested and kind of I guess what was the journey after this project where it's sort of um, you know based like again once again off your website and everything where the like the more serious side started. Um, I'd say the more yeah kind of what made me want to dive deeper was so when I when I finished the PCT outside magazine had like featured some of my work on their like on their online website um and there was people kind of there were some people kind of giving some some flack because uh you know it was non-inclusive um if you've ever through hiked you would know that it's a very heteronormative you know just able-bodied white space um and you know, as, as, as someone who's gay and Mexican, I noticed those things, obviously I'm like extremely white passing, but I am half Mexican. So I, I notice when those things are, are missing. Um, but anyway, so I, I got some flack for, for that work. And, um, I kind of took that experience and kind of 
uh, and thought, well, how can I, how can I be more inclusive, even though, you know, you know, I can't, you know, you can't force people to like go hike it through hike a trail to, you know, bring inclusivity to the outdoors. So I started seeking people out, um, started seeking out more people of color, LGBTQ, disabled people, um, plus size bodies, uh, and started kind of telling their stories. And I did that for, um, a couple of years. And then I, had the idea to do a film project where I um, I interviewed people and then made a short film kind of about who they are and um, how they find belonging outdoors, how they create community through their experiences, how they protect it. Um, and that's, I'd say that's when things started getting serious <laughs> and when yeah. I started kind of adding um, more of a, uh, I'd say more of a, like an empathetic narrative to my work. Yeah. And, you know, and to your point, I, I feel like when most people think of, um, you know, a, a hiker or, you know, whatever there there's, you know, what, what you said, you know, the heterosexual, you know, white male, um, and, you know, friends, I don't know if you are familiar with, um, who, uh, Derek Lugo is, I believe his last name. Um, yeah, I met him on this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was probably a couple of years ago, I, I had him on the show. Um, obviously him, um, being, um, African-American, you know, he, he spoke a lot about those, those things as well, you know, in his book, uh, the unlikely through hiker to kind of shift that perspective mm-hmm. b- because by being able to do that, you're showing these other individuals within these different communities and different interests or, you know, what have you, but they're all, you know, sharing that same love and the same passion for the outdoors. And then, so if they see someone like them out there, you know, it helps break apart, I guess, that stereotype, if you will, as far as, you know, the, the typical, I'm doing air quotes right now, you can't see, but the typical hiker. Um, so, I mean, that, that's definitely, um, one, that's awesome to that, that you took that initiative to do that and then share those stories. What, what was some of the, like the feedback and stuff that you were receiving as, you know, as far, you know, when you started doing that? Um. I mean, it was, it was incredible. It was, it was great. People were very engaged with it. The first film I did was of my friend, Alexis Martin, who lives here in Bend as well. Um, She's one of my close friends. And we, I mean, we met through Instagram. We had just followed each other and then realized we both lived in Bend and became homies. And um, (laughs) it was end of, it was the end of 2020. And, you know, I think, a lot of people were really, especially people of color, were feeling the burnout from, um, you know, the George Floyd death, Breonna Taylor, you know, all these other people of color that have been murdered. Um, and I was, I was feeling burnout in a different way. Obviously, like I said, I'm very white passing, and um, I was just like, "Fuck, what? Like, how am I going to use?" my my privilege my platform my creativity how am i going to use this to do to do something and not just sit here and be sad about it um you know i i very much feel as white people it's like we can be sad but it's we need to step up (laughs) yeah be more quiet about our sadness i think when it comes to, to to the racial injustice um so i i texted Alexis one night it was like end of November and I said hey I really want to 
I really want to make a film about kind of racism in the outdoors. And I think I would love if you were the one to, you know, to be a part of it. And she said, yes, let's do it. So the next week we went out shooting and then we did an interview and then, um, we, and then we shot maybe a couple more days after that, when we like both had time to meet up and in January, we launched the film and it just like exploded. Like I, in, like I expected people to listen to it and to watch it, but I didn't expect it to have the impact that it did. Um, and I think the, 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 the best thing about it was like, there was a lot of other people of color commented and that were, that said, you know, thank you for making this. I feel the same way. I relate. Um, I thought that was kind of the most important part of it was that people saw themselves and, and felt like they were being heard through Alexis's voice. Um, so that, it, that was a really cool experience. Um, for for both me and Alexis, it was very bonding, and that's kind of what jump started my idea to make more films and kind of tell other stories. Yeah, no, that's and it's cool to to receive that feedback and kind of you know almost ex- exceed your expectations, if you will, and and hear you know hear what other people were experiencing by by seeing and listening to the story. Um, so so you know obviously that that worked out well. What was kind of the next um the the next uh, evolution i guess of you will uh, if you will of that that whole idea and the concept to continue to push you know to get these other different types of individuals outdoors yeah um so i finished up that project this year actually in april i posted my last one right before i started the cdt um and then i went back to this i went to the cdt did about 850 miles and as much as I loved through hiking, I looked around and just kind of saw the same people that I did four years ago. Um, and that for me was a huge indication that not that I like hate through hiking. Cause I, you know, it's, it's wonderful. It's changed my life, but I, I realized that the community just isn't a reflection of the community that I want to build. Um, and so that was a big impetus for me to, to leave the CDT and go and search for a way to keep building inclusivity in outdoor spaces. So that led me to um, creating this book that I'm working on where I'm going to, for the next year, be photographing 100 subjects and writing short stories about them, their lives it's and kind of who they are. And, you know, the, it's basically the taking the film project and putting it into a book form. But I only, I, for the last two months, I've had over like 115 Zoom interviews with strangers <laughs> to get to know them to, um, to build this, this book. And, uh, I only have 10 spots left, which I didn't see. I think I would wow. see, see this day. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the next big project. Um, for me, it's, you know, it's a community building project. Um, but to also, you know, not just show the diversity of people who love, being outside, but, you know, just show the ways that show the really unique ways that they connect to the outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's awesome. And I can't wait for that, that, for that to come out as well. As far as like the individuals and like, how, how are you finding them? Are are they people that you know, or they, are they local to you? Or you go to, you know, fly to visit them or like, what, what does that go to kind of look like? Um, Yeah. I mean, so it started with people that, um, 
So when I when I was doing the film project, I did about 70 Zoom interviews. I narrowed that down those 70 to about 35, and then I was only able to film 11. Um, so I kind of carried some of those people over from that I had already spoken to, kind of knew their story. But then, um, yeah, I just started reaching, like kind of posting on my Instagram saying, hey, if you know someone that likes the outdoors and has an interesting story, um, you know, forward them to me. Obviously, you know, people of color, LGBTQ, disabled people, plus size bodies, like fifth, oh, people over 50, like all those people like to the front, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I just started finding people like not even just through Instagram, they're like, I'm, I was on a flight from, or I was, I was heading, I was in Denver um, and I was heading to, uh, to New York and I was left my car at the Denver airport and I was on the little bus that takes you to the terminal. And these, this cute, less older lesbian couple behind me was making fun of my sock tan. And I was like, I was like, I was like, I was just through hiking this year. So I was like, I was like, and she's like, Oh no. She's like, I figured she's like, I've done, the Colorado trail. And so we started talking and when we get out, we were only talked for like 10 minutes. And, um, but they asked me what I did for work. I told them, and then they said, what projects are you working on? I told them about the book. So we got up, we get off the bus and, um, the, the wife of the woman I was primarily talking to, um, her name is Sue. She hands me a card and she says, take this card. The email on the back is for my friend, Jeff. He owns this company called Adventure. It's here in Bend, but she's, she's like, he lives in Bend as well. He's disabled. He's had two strokes. He started this company, this wheelchair company for people that still want to get outdoors. So you can sit in it and people can easily wheel you up and down like mountain trails. Um, and so I got in contact with him immediately because I thought it was a cool story. And Two weeks later, I was at his house having a beer with him, meeting his wife, talking about him, about the book, and it was so I've I've like found the craziest connections and the really like just like most awe inspiring people through through kind of just searching for them. That's awesome. And it's funny how like those you know bumping into the random people, you know how it kind of works out like that sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. We, you know you don't you don't know where you're gonna end up. So, um. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like, you know, the the rest of um, or for a good little while now, you'll you'll have your hands full kind of capturing all that stuff and and really sharing it with people, which is which is awesome. Are there are there any other, uh, you know, projects or any other things, you know, besides the personal ones that have really kind of stood out to you as far as, you know, a story perspective or just just anything interesting like that? Um, You know, not really. I uh, everything else to me is just work. Um, it's, it's the projects that I want to do that I create for myself and hopefully people get on board to help me bring them to life. Those are the ones that I, you know, that mean more to me. Um, yeah, everything else is just like, Hey, take a picture of this sweatshirt or these shoes or something. So, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm appreciative of work obviously, but, um, I don't know. I, I like creating, I like creating my own work. I like you know, cause when I'm passionate about something, I'm going to put my whole heart into it and I'm going to, and it's, it's going to be good and not just, it's going to be good for others. It's going to be good for me, which is, uh, which is good enough. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, that, that makes complete sense. You know, figuring out sort of, 
you know, your own, your own projects in that sense that, that have a real why behind them, um, which is impacting others along the way. So, so kind of to that point, you know, one thing I always like to ask our guest is, you know, one piece of advice that they can um, take away from the episode. In this case, I mean, I think it's really interesting, your story of, of how you, how you've been able to use, you know, your skill of, you know, being a photographer to share these stories from, you know, from a young age, a, a young, young little freshman, um, and seeing that impact and then, you know, creating these, these projects that are really meaningful and really impactful and, and helping others, you know, all over. I mean, what would you, what would you tell someone that is, you know, looking to, you know, I, I guess help, help your cause almost, you know, if, if they're, you know, maybe they have a similar idea and, and they want to help, you know, with the whole inclusivity of, of the outdoors and kind of breaking down, um, you know, some of those, those barriers that are, are, are seem to be around for no reason nowadays. Um, you know, how, how would you tell them to get inspired to kind of take that foot forward so that they're not afraid of, of what others might think of them for taking that step, if that makes sense? Um, I think just like in this age of social media, we need to be so much less hyper focused on ourselves <laughs> like mm -hmm. uh, like i think it's good to share our stories when we have one but i think there's so much power in like you know and this goes for people with platforms um and you know especially like people that live with any sort of privilege is just like kind of like giving up the microphone for a little bit um you know, I think, I think stories and, and amplifying voices, I think that builds empathy. And I think through building empathy builds community. Yeah, absolutely. That, that makes sense. Um, and, and helps kind of create those, those ripple effects to, for, you know, that change that we're all kind of looking for from, from that perspective. So, you know, I think, I think that's great. And so, so to that point, where, where can people find you online, um, to, to check out what, what you've done in the past, uh, follow you on your journey as you work on this next project. Um, and just, you know, kind of keep up with what you're up to to get inspired. Yeah. Yeah. You can, um, I'm primarily on Instagram and my Instagram handle is twerk in the dirt. Twerk is my trail name. <laughs> well, should we ask where that came from? Is there a good story behind it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was twerking on a tree. <laughs> oh, that works. <laughs> okay, okay. That'll be a different story. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, so sorry. So they can find you on Instagram and then on there is your, your website and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Website is just TommyCorey.com. Awesome. Well, everyone definitely make sure um, check out his Instagram, his website, past work, um, upcoming work. Uh, you know, as uh, it sounds, he's he doesn't sound like a stranger to anyone. So maybe, you know, you'll bump into him and you can um, help find the the next person for his next project as well. Um, so I'm excited to see what what comes next um, with your story and your journey of inspiring people to get outside and then also uh, to kind of see the the finished project of this current one. So I wish you the best of luck in that. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.